We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the Light Years Podcast. Andy, the Warriors are officially starting practice with the four players who do not have COVID Monday morning. Dieter's just laughing. I'm, I'm watching Dieter Kurtenbach, by the way, who's joining a special guest, just giggling. Hi, guys. <laughs> no, I just I only make a joke of it because we know two Warriors got it, although we don't formally know who. Yeah. And we think. Um, yeah, today, uh, Champs Tarania let us know that Portland has shut down their facility because they had a bunch of COVID tests. Um, it's it's off to an interesting start. I just don't know how that anyone thinks that this is going to work. Like, baseball couldn't pull it off, and they have teams flying in for the whole weekend, like right. locking up. And, I mean, the Warriors are going to go from Brooklyn to Milwaukee to Chicago, to Detroit. Like, one of those is an easy bus ride. But, like, every, like the amount of planes and hotels that they're going to have to jump in over the course of two weeks just to start the season is right. completely laughable. Like, the reason I mean, they are, first they time are is flying the private, bubble. though. They are pri- flying they're, private. They're, I, but, I get uh, that. I get that. But, like, the crew isn't the same crew. You know, you're, the hotel thing is huge. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just I, – I don't, I don't know how – I guess with the NFL, you can kind of get away with it. There's just a lot of people. There's a lot of players on the on the roster. It's like a hundred totally. people, right? Fifty three or whatever. And they're still struggling with it. And they're still struggling with the NBA. It's like you got you got ten guys. You got fifty. Well, you got really five guys that matter. Maybe maybe eight guys that matter. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm talking about like on each roster, right? Right. So so if someone like Steph Curry or or someone gets COVID, he's out for two weeks. I mean, the the team's going 
the team's going 0 and 9, right? Like it's not it's not like the NFL. If you lose a running back for a week, you can get away with it. But right, but we've I think only that's had the what? tough part. We've only had like what two quarterbacks test positive. Yeah, obviously Lamar Jackson, probably the mm-hmm. most high profile one. Yeah, and then yeah, Cam uh, got it. Well, and and of course, uh, whatever that the heck happened with uh, Broncos Denver's quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> although although yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, trash, listen, but. they they had a little experiment. It was probably more interesting that way. But yeah. like, it, you're right. Like, you know, they're flying private. They're in you know swanky hotels and stuff. But just a lot of moving parts. And if like the Warriors are like hardcore about it, or like the Atlanta Hawks are hardcore about it there's 29 other teams and we saw what happened in baseball. Like there's just going to be teams that are flipping and just don't care. And there's some cities that like, I wouldn't want to be hanging out in like right now, not up here. Ironically, the one place that you can't do anything is the one place that you probably would want to be hanging out and doing something. But like, I don't know, like you're in Houston, like how many people are you going to have to interact with? That's just, yeah. And and it's a, and it's a longer season. That's, I think that's the bigger thing. Baseball had a Mm. baseball barely held it together for a two month season. Yeah. Um, 100% NFL. It's a short season and it's so regimented. It's like militaristic. And then it's like, and then we fly out Friday and then we leave Sunday night and that sort of thing. Um, basketball it's 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 kind of more transient it's very like we're gonna fly into this city this day this city that day you have a couple off days in new york i'm sure you want to go do something like just one restaurant totally screws this up i mean it's just the the cut and drive it one guy not wearing a mask in a locker room screws it up i just i find it laughable i've been in these locker rooms in the nba like nfl locker rooms are huge outside of the raiders and i'm sure they now have a a locker room that's bigger than you know the entire coliseum but like Dude, I mean, these NBA visiting locker rooms are tight. There's just no way. If someone's, you know, asymptomatic, as they probably are, like, there's just no way. I would imagine that the NBA's sole focus right now is trying to get these guys on the front line for the vaccine. <laughs> like, just, yeah. like, super spreader claws because I, we're going to have weeks where teams are out. Like, just, we're shutting down everything. Yeah. We can't do anything for weeks. And at the end of the season, there's going to be some team that played 51 games that makes it on the basis <laughs> of, like, percentage points it's just i thought like we can see the end but it's it's gonna be rough in the meantime i'm just not yeah i'm not sure what they're supposed to like there's really nothing they can do they can't not play the season they gotta play the season gotta try they gotta make money yeah right they gotta try so and then you know if you're talking about how it affects the warriors you're talking about a team that can't practice the warriors probably a team that needs the most practice out of all these kind of contending teams in the nba right now like the warriors got a lot of new guys they need they need to play it's yeah. They're I, not I've the never, Lakers. They can't just play fifty games. You know what I mean? And and they'll be fine for the postseason. Like right. Be, yeah. I'm pretty convinced that the Lakers are just gonna like get the sixth seed and then just be like, that's it. We're locking it down. Be fine. We're just gonna yeah. hang out here. If you want to take your COVID break, do it. Um, I've never been more excited for a preseason game in my entire life. Like I just have no idea what the hell this team is gonna look like, and I can't wait for the overreactions off of one preseason game against the Sacramento Kings. Like this is what I live for. Just oh, we technically chaos. we get we get Denver first. Oh, Denver. Yeah. yeah. Even better. I mean, because that 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 team, you know, couldn't possibly be a fluke. Yeah, I was I was gonna say the two players who got COVID. There's no way they're playing on the twelfth. No. Well, so I mean, we're gonna find could. out who it is. We're gonna find yeah. out. Yeah. Who it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, didn't we already kind of find out by who didn't talk to us this past week? Mm. Yeah, it's either that or a media shutdown. But it does seem curious that Draymond Green didn't talk to media for four to five days, and they didn't say anything about it. It's a little um, peculiar. Yeah, Just being as he's there. being as he's the leader of the team, um, he he's could, a good he quote. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and and he was kind of hanging out in Mexico right before, 
all this went well, down. Well, he didn't send a formal note about his quotes to the media like Kyrie Irving. So <laughs> something tells me he's just tied up with, uh, you know, maybe I mean, some protocol. Maybe, maybe some false positives. Around, how many players around the NBA do you think saw that note from Kyrie? And it's like, oh, I'm definitely trying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Kyrie and Katie run that org, but uh, oh yeah, that'll be another fun season. If you're talking about looking forward to the season, that'll be another fun one because it is good to have Katie back in terms of the quotes. Like it's good to see that he is the exact same person as he was before the injury. Mm. You know, just just mentally, super authentic. What he thinks about, yeah, what he thinks about the media and people. He should have KD should just have Jay Williams recite all of his personal statements. Like that's you only talk to Jay Williams. He's like the the White House press secretary for Kevin Durant. Katie's slowly morphing into Larry David. Um, it's just like, <laughs> if you watched his media availability, it looked like an episode of Curb, where he just has so much just disdain for any sort of human interaction the whole way yeah. through. And I say that as someone who, like, it's my favorite show. I think he's the funniest oh, yeah. man ever. But, like, it's it's slowly, like, I, I've made the joke before, like, the whole Spite store. That's the next. Right. That is the Nets, and I'm so excited. Like, I'm I'm very excited for them to be the first team to go under 500 and win an NBA championship on a Pierce fight. Like, I think that's very much in the cards. Like, could see that they're they're like a 35 win eight seed, right? And then Kevin they Durant do the play in series, yeah. And then Ke- Kevin Durant and Kyrie just get hot because they are that talented. Yeah. And then and then Fuck it's you. over. You said we couldn't do it. Yeah, I feel like they'd honestly like it more if they did that than if they had a dominant season. Just like just to spite people, dominance wouldn't be fun. Dominance draws too much attention. I mean, dominance wouldn't be fun. We just saw KD to three <laughs> yeah. years. The dominance would not be fun for him. He hates it. Touche. Like yeah, no, that's exactly the right point. I I think that Kyrie put out that statement the other day via. Do you know? Like, was that through the Nets or was that through like an agent or a PR person? It was a PR. It was. Okay. Um, I will pull it up, but it was definitely some his personal PR. Maybe oh, that's his, his so much worse. PR. I don't, I can't, I'm going to, I'm going to confirm this. So nevertheless, like, I think that he sent that out to take, take away the heat from the quote he had about Steve Nash and like the one where you called him more or less uh, an entitled private school kid. Cause he's just like, yeah, once you actually talk to Steve, you realize like we can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. It's um, okay. First off, just to confirm it, his chief communications officer of KAI enterprise and Kyrie Irving and founder of the sports publicist. So there's not enough beer in the world to get through that sentence again. Yeah. It's awesome. I I don't really know what it is, but it doesn't really matter. Nobody knows what it is. Um, But yes, the, um, it's the idea, the, uh, the, the Steve Nash statement where it's, you know, everyone's the coach and no one's the coach at the same time. (laughs) Just reminds me of like private, like alternative education methods where it's like the students teach the teachers oh. is this That's montessori it. school basketball yeah, exactly. i was gonna say soda but montessori is much better <laughs> just there's no such thing as a foul you can do whatever you want Kyrie. it's just i mean that was the um that was where i was going with the analogy i knew some people would get it other people would think i was you know off base but if, if they think you're off base those are the people that you're really making fun of anyway so that's yes. just an all-encompassing it is it is montessori school basketball that's actually the perfect way to describe it. here's the here's the irony like i'm kind of excited to see what a mike d'antoni offense with kyrie irving at the helm will look like now i know that it will only show up like once a game for like five minutes at a time but like that could be pretty spectacular yeah, and like um, 
you throw in uh, you throw in Katie into that that equation too. Awesome. I mean, it's gonna be some sort of hybrid of whatever the Rockets did the last few years, which was disgusting, and right. uh, whatever the Phoenix Suns with Steve Nash did, which was like yeah. beautiful basketball. And we'll, I don't think they're gonna. Well, one, they don't have like all the passers that the Suns had. But you tell me, Joe Harris isn't this incredible passer? He is not Boris Dio. Yeah, valid. <laughs> Give me that. Or $27 million, though. $27 million. He, he can <laughs> shoot the ball. He can really shoot the ball. Go stand hmm. in the corner, Joe. We'll pay you to go stand in the corner. It's a good life. He probably doesn't care. I, you know, got, top, five, top five shooter? Yeah. He's up there. Has anyone, has anyone cashed in more off of winning an NBA All-Star Weekend contest? Than Joe Harris? Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. Nate like, Robinson was doing well. No, he's not doing well anymore. He's not doing well is, anymore. But is he alive? Did like we get I'm a not, confirmation that he's alive? I'm not still? sure. But he was doing well. Joe Harris has shot forty-five percent on over five Ooh. threes a game the last two oh, yeah. years. No, no, there's, short, no. there's a short list of guys who can shoot like that. Yeah, yeah, but did he jump five. at any any time? <laughs> like, oh, can no. Joe Harris no. jump? No. Yeah. He's. I mean, he's like the. Uh, I mean, he is. Uh, it's like was the kid from Hoosiers. Yeah, exactly. I was it, gonna say white. Man, I was gonna say white man can't jump. Just the <laughs> ringer out jump. there where yeah. he just comes in and just is cannot miss a single shot, but no one thinks he can play. It, it is. It is funny. Kirk went and saw that, and then he looked at Duncan Robinson and he said, "You know what? We're gonna get our own Justinian Jessup. We're gonna get our own dude that can't jump but can shoot forty five percent from there. You know. You know. I, I think that's what they were thinking. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, no, Jessup, uh, no, Jessup slander. He's like their third second round pick, and he's in Australia. It's not really. Do the Warriors really my... have like a quota where they have to waste a second round pick every year, though? Like, absolutely, and then, and then really upsell it, like go hard about it. At least we're beyond the days of how like Jordan Bell was going to change the world. Yeah, you see, I, I, I have, uh, <laughs> I felt, I, I feel bad about the Jordan Bell thing. Like I, I talk a lot when I do NFL stuff about how right. you have to have, you know, you have to have the crazy, like you can yeah. be as talented as you want. And like the 49ers in particular, they always get super athletes, but then right. some of them just like aren't crazy people. And that's the only way to be successful in the NBA. Sure. Like, it, or I'm sorry, in the NFL, like in the NBA, like they're all pretty great athletes, but you have to have like a level of professionalism to survive. And Jordan yeah. Bell just didn't, but you know, He's got good taste in candles. <laughs> that was the, that was one of the funnier stories. Um, they were holding on. They were they were giving him so many opportunities to like stop being a fuck up, and then he's just like, no, 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 check this because out. Because he would randomly have big games against totally. good teams. Like remember Christmas, um, yeah. the one that Steph didn't play. He started at center, and he was really good. It, and you're just like, he's. In theory, like a six nine guy who can run the floor, like a smaller JaVale. Yeah. And you can play him longer. And like he protected the rim a little bit. Like he's he been he better at uh he was better at switching than he was at like guarding bigs, if anything. Mm, totally. Yeah. So I mean it was it wasn't as if he was like clearly not useful. No, he just he just This isn't a smiling situation. Like they just didn't like I mean, him. he played against the Rockets in, in the freaking Western Conference Finals. Like, yeah. uh, like what? That was it was it was amazing. It was I thought the guy was going to be and he could pass. I kept waiting. Pass after I kept waiting for him to turn the corner because like you can see the skills. There was a skill set there to be totally. a useful 
winning player, but but like, what now, does it tell you that he's been on like nine teams since, and not one of them's kept him around? Crazy. Like, I mean, it tells you everything you need to know. Totally. <laughs> teams totally. are teams will put up with anything if it helps them win. Right. I mean, they, Watching Tyree yeah. kill right now, literally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, exactly. You know, there you go. I think the worst thing that ever happened to Jordan Bell was Kavon Looney. Not for any reason whatsoever of like the athleticism or anything, but just because Kavon Looney is like the ultimate pro who just like never says anything to anybody and just like nods and says, yes, sir, like five times a day. And that's his total communication. Like you just can't have that as a compare and contrast in the same locker room for the same role. Also, Looney just started getting really good. And and he just kind of stole a spot. Like I remember the beginning of camp. We're all like, okay, well – Zaza's going to start. Oh, God. Um, and obviously, Draymond's going to close. And the question is, who's going to be that, like, smaller right. other center we throw in the mix? And everyone's like, it's going to be Jordan Poole. And somehow, Looney steals a spot from him. And at that point, remember, we were all under the impression, like, Looney was done. Right. Well, because, like, he had three hip construction reconstruction surgeries and was 22 way too, way, too, way too many hip surgeries for a man that young. Like yeah. three, three hip surgeries is too many surgeries for any man at any age. Like right. at some point you gotta be like, we gotta like, they had to like reteach him how to run. It's crazy. Like, what are we doing? It's crazy. But, I know, I know Drew Schiller, friend of the show had a had hip surgery and he's been out and he was, and, and that was a legend. And that's why he's not on the Warriors roster right now. Exactly. Yeah, that, that is he why. Been, he could have been signed to a 10 day and exhibit 10 last year. I'm not Manion. convinced. I'm not convinced Smiley Geach is better at basketball than him. So. Schiller can ball. Yeah. Guy is a, <laughs> I think he's a legend. <laughs> There's two smiley geach things that I, I want to get off. Honestly, I th- actually, I wonder if Drew could. They really do need a shooter. <laughs> he get his shots blocked. Like, that's the thing legend. you say. Like, you say like, oh, like I could just stand in the corner and Joe Harris and like, no, I'll of, of course not. Yeah, but like, but like the ability to like see the floor and like not get your shit just thrown back in your face every single time. Like I mean, not, not all of us can be six seven. At least two people on this podcast right I'd, now cannot I'd, be six seven. First off, you're 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 shortening me a couple inches. But second, like <laughs> I would still get my shit thrown back in my face every time because like I wouldn't. There would just be one guy that I wouldn't notice, and he would fly across the court, and I just wouldn't see him, and he'd just shove that shit in my face because he can jump way higher than me. I think everyone's had that moment where you play in a pickup run yes. that's. Uh, too good for you and mm-hmm. like you're feeling a little cocky you get out there and it's it's very humbling dude i uh you you consider never picking up a ball and, and trying again i straight up did that and uh <laughs> it was so you remember during i think it was the nba finals i could be wrong yeah the nba finals a couple of years ago they had like the media pickup game thing yeah wall in the creek yeah there was a prior version of that game that wasn't broadcasted and it was uh, Nate Duncan was putting on these these pickup games uh, down at UCSF. Yeah, and like he invited me one time, and I'm like, I don't think that's a great idea for anybody involved. Like, I played a little in college. Like, we're not like I've yeah. let it go. It's it's this is gonna be bad. And he's like, No, nah, like come on out. And like I knocked down one shot, and I'm like, Okay, I got this. And then they engaged, and I'm like, Oh, that was my highest gear the entire time, and I just got my ass kicked for like 48 straight. That's minutes. that's the best when you hit a shot. They're like, Okay, we we have to respect yeah. him, and then it, and it's just uh, never set the bar for yourself. Just immediately clank one, and then you know come as a surprise later on. It's the Alan Smiley Geach story. I thought I was going to say Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is getting – he is getting the pub this this preseason, so I'm a – I didn't realize it was Jordan Poole week, and then I, I started logging on to Twitter.com. It's and, always uh, Jordan Poole week. Oh, boy. 
My, my man, Wes Goldberg, who's the Warriors writer at, uh, at the Merck, is all in on Jordan Poole. And I just don't have the heart to tell him that it's just not going to work out the way he thinks it is. So this is, <laughs> this is a perfect way to transition to actual Warriors topics uh, that we meant to get to on the show. Uh, I was going to do some over-unders with you. Let's do it. Uh, but Ooh. they don't even have a line for Jordan Poole. So while I so want to believe Basically in everything Poole, is exceeding expectations. Yes, zero points per game, over under. Tony Snow. Um, exactly. Zero, zero, I was zero, I was going to say, Club actually, on the, on the Jordan Poole note, I really want him to be good. Like, they, yeah, need, yeah. they need a guard off the bench who can create their own shot. Because uh, right now, just looking at the roster, it's going to be fine when Steph's on the floor, mm-hmm. and it's going to just be bleeding points when he's off. You tell me that the Wiggins ISOs with Smiley Geach and Draymond, Draymond just yelling, Draymond just wondering what he did to deserve this fate aren't, aren't going to work. I wish there was a way to show the listeners Andy's just look of disgust right now. Just Draymond yelling. Draymond, Draymond yelling is just, I, they, we're going to get a lot of that this year. Actually, yeah, let's do the over-unders before we get there. Let me, do, let me uh, pay the bills. Uh, bet online, football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online, yeah, we got shelter in place. It is back, guys. I think starting in like three hours, so so good times ahead for Hurry. people in San Francisco. Drink up, but, yeah, drink up. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win the season, from game spreads and totals to team, player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. I guess it's a football Bet Online ad, but I mean you can bet on Jordan Poole if you want. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today. Start off wagering on wins, divisions, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online. Uh, take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Promo code BlueWire, betonline.ag. BlueWire, all one word. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. All right, we got one more. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality, quality candidates and quickly, so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality uh, candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it in fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit, Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Best offer available anywhere. Go right now, Indeed.com slash blue wire offer valid through december 31st terms and conditions apply that was all right that was moving yeah i guess there are bills to be paid my man hey trust (laughs) me you should hear the stuff i have to read on kmbr it's i am sad i am sad we don't have uh we don't have blue chew or manscaped anymore but i'm hoping kj can can bring that kj Get it together. We're in, it's we're the holiday sh- season. We're in shelter in place. No one needs blue chew. No one needs to shave. We're just. I, I would. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe one of us. I guess one of us. Has now is the time that you can carve out the four or five days it takes to tame your undercarriage with Manscaped. Like you got nothing but time on your hands. Well, that was a good read. Wow. I know. That was a good like, well, wow. They're, they're not paying us right now. Let's, yeah. We're yeah. not going well, anymore. Um, Manscaped unreal. is a terrible product that you should never <laughs> use. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. So, Bet Online released over/under prop bets. 
Um, so let's start with Steph Curry here. Yeah. So over under guess. for points and assists are 26 and a half and six and a half assists. Okay. We'll start with Dieter. What do you think about that? And talk me through your logic here. Well, and the caveat is he stays healthy for the whole year because I don't want to have a weird depressing pod about injuries. Yeah, no, he averages 32, but plays seven games. Um, yeah, I, I would venture to say that it is going to be a more inefficient 28-29 on the points. Uh, he just has to carry too much of the load. The offense revolves around him and nobody else. There's nobody to really take any of the slack away. Um, Literally no one who can shoot. Yeah, I mean, like, you're, you're counting That's on a- Andrew Wiggins, so cool. Yeah. Outside shooting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I think he's going to like chuck 15 threes a game and it. knock like seven of them down and two of them just in like, how the fuck did he do that fashion? And he'll end up with like 28. He will be very tired, but I'll go over on points and um, I will take the under on assists on the principle of, I don't think anybody else on this team is going to be able to consistently score. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm with the over. I well, I think it's one or the other, right? I don't I don't know if he's going both over. I also don't think the days. I think he averaged a lot of assists when he was first uh, coming in. The yeah, year. Was, uh, you want me you want me to read the numbers to you? Right, so early early in the league, reference. yeah. Right, he used to, he used to average a lot with Mark Jackson. He averaged mm-hmm. seven and eight and a half, mm-hmm. and then as Draymond grew as a playmaker, yep. mm-hmm. it dropped to. This is actually interesting. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. it was six point seven. and then 5.2 the last KD year when uh, he was basically relegated to only off-ball activity. Right. Which which makes sense. Like, I don't think it makes him like a worse – it doesn't mean that he's a worse passer. It just means that, one thing, defenses aren't going to allow the guy to – they're going to double him. And when they double him, it's not that he's automatically finding Wiggins for a layup, right, or Clay or KD for a layup. It's that he's giving it to Draymond, who's then getting that assist. Um, so I, I, he's probably going under on the assists, I would think. Um, and then the points, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. And I, I, I guess I disagree a little bit on the, they may not have a consistent score, but I think we're going to get some over-unders on the, on the other players coming up. So. It should be noted that Steph has only gone over 26 and a half points twice in his career. And that was, uh, 2018, 2019 and the best offensive season in the history of the NBA, 2015, 2016. Yeah. yeah and it should also be worth noting that in all the in, in the last six years, he's averaged pretty much 30 points per 36 minutes. Kerr has kept his minutes down. For sure. I don't think Kerr is going to get that luxury anymore. I think Steph's going to have to play 36 minutes a game. He's going to have to take yeah. something in the realm of kind of what James Harden and those guys do in terms of minutes they play. I won't look the same. He's not going to dribble the ball to the top of the key for 20 <laughs> seconds every possession. But Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to take the over on both, actually. Okay. I think the assists will come because, okay, Draymond's going to probably lead the team in assists. Um, because he's not scoring, and he's an excellent passer. I don't know that anyone else on the team can really pass the ball. Uh, Wiggins is okay. And I think Steph's going to get a lot of assists in transition. It's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of outlet to Steph on the wing. Ubre running, throwing it to him for a layup. We're not going to get the cool Steph dribbling through the defense, finding clay in the corner assists right. because I don't think they have the shooters to 
do that sort of stuff, but I think he's going to get them out in transition a lot more. And they really only have two playmakers on ball. So just by virtue of that, I think he'll probably get closer to seven assists and Draymond will probably get seven. And honestly, you have two guys doing that. You you're, you're fine in terms of playmaking. Yeah. I also, also think just cause he's going to average these great numbers, which I think we both, or we all agree that he may, and maybe he better he has to, not sure if that means he's going to be a better player than he was the last few years. Like he might be no, like, of course 80%. not. Like, no, I would say like maybe 90%. Right. But uh, I think, yeah, there is going to be a little bit of like the kind of the James Harden thing where it's like, yeah, he's putting up numbers, but that doesn't mean like he's the best player in the league. Like where people say James Harden, just cause he's averaging 38 points on 45 shots means he's the greatest score of all time type of shit. So, but I think he still, he still has enough to one last Steph prop over under on three point percentage, 43 and a half percent. Keep this in mind. His career is 43.5%. Yeah, that's tough. Um, obviously, he's shot above it many times, but he basically lives at about that percentage, which is insane when you consider insane. the quality of shots that he takes. Yeah. I think he's going to have to chuck a lot of threes this year. Most he's ever attempted per per game in a season, 11.7. He's going to have to be around 13 Probably even 14. I think, he's, I think he's really happy about that, to be honest. Why not? I mean, listen, man. <laughs> you know, desperate times, desperate measures. Uh, I'd probably go under. Like, he'll probably lead the NBA in three-pointers made, but it won't be at the supernova clip that he usually gets. I'm curious on his effective field goal percentage, too, because there was definitely a dip in the prior two years with his finishing at the rim which is kind of what made Steph Curry, Steph Curry. Like he finished at the rim at like a Kyrie LeBron level, but he also knocked down more threes than anybody else. And I need to see how he performs around the hoop and how much he tries to penetrate. Cause just chucking it ain't gonna, ain't gonna cut it. It is worth noting. He, um, he's increased his free throws every year and he started doing, I don't want to say foul baiting, but oh, yeah. to a degree, oh, no, yeah, isn't. like, I mean, I think it I think it finally got through to him that, you know, playing honestly isn't going to be rewarded and he needs to sell calls. And that's what got him from like three free throw attempts to six or seven. And yeah. I mean, he's still going to hit he's going to lead the league in free throw percentage. If he doesn't lead it, it's going right. to be one of those things where it's like someone is beat him by like a quarter of a percent. Joe Harris on his hundred free throw. Literally attempts. Brad yeah. Wanamaker led the league <laughs> yeah. on like one free throw a game. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think he goes um, – do you think he does 40, 50, 90 or whatever? What, what is the, the, the go-to? 50, what is 50, the magic 40, number? 90 would be unreal on the, amount, on the volume. 50, 40, 90 is going to be that'd be, incre- that'd be incredible. Do you think he does it? <laughs> no, no. 40, 50, 90 now. 40, 50, 90. Thank you. There. Uh, uh, no, because he takes too many threes. Hey, um, dropping – yeah. I mean, dropping below 40% would be pretty – bold for one Stephen Curry. Well, I'm saying 50% from field goal and then 30, 40 from three. If he, if he, okay. Got yeah. On the, just yeah. on the baseline of just the raw number. Yeah. Yeah. If that's he, how we define it, even though it's kind of an inaccurate no, you're right. way to define you're it. Right. Like he has gone 50% on twos, 40% on threes, 90 on free throws. I want to say like the last five years in a row, at least. Yeah. So yeah. it's always confusing. because Some people do 50% on twos, but then it, some people do 50% field goal, which is, which is a little different, but um, if it's on twos, then like a lot of people have done it. If it's on field goal, then 
not yeah. many people have done it. James Wiseman's going 50 from twos this year, baby. If he ever, if he's ever, if, is he alive? Is James Wiseman alive? Actually, we'll, we'll get to that, those props next. I, the volume that he's going to have is insane. I'm more curious about how many shots is he going to take. Um, 20 shots was the most he's ever taken, 2015, 16 in that one season. So yeah. he's going to have to shoot just a little bit more than 20 shots. I'm going to I'm gonna give you guys one more set of Steph Curry numbers here. Ooh. So last time we saw Steph play meaningful basketball was when KD was hurt. Mm-hmm. in the 19 playoffs yes. he played 11 games without durant and obviously that's against the best competition like playing the toronto raptors in the nba finals is not predictive of what he's going to see tuesday night versus uh i mean to be fair COVID the, the, 11, team. the yeah. 11 games without durant were what one game against the rockets four, four games against, against the portland trailblazers and six game five and a half games against the the raptors yeah and so, I mean, at least four of those games is pretty indicative of what you'll see on a random Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And in that 11-game in that span, he averaged 33, 6.3, 6.3. Um, so 33, 6, and 6 in 40 minutes a game. He took 22, over 22 shots. Yeah. 12.6 of them from three. And here's the interesting part, 9.1 free throw attempts. He obviously made 95% of them. I'm trying to remember when he missed a free throw in the playoffs ever. But um, uh, the point stands, I kind of feel like that might be more, like I think he may start generating a lot more free throws. That might be something we see this year that we haven't seen as much because he's always kind of, when when the team needs him, he's willing to drive and draw the fouls. If it's like a Tuesday night and he has KD and Clay next to him, he's not really trying to, you know, bait foul calls. Yeah, why the fuck would I want to do that when I can just keep it moving and someone else is going to knock down a shot? Exactly. So Except I'm wondering, that ain't going to be the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if this will be a year where he um, – you know, he he lead, or he sets his career high in free throw attempts, gets mm-hmm. to the line a lot more. No one really likes watching free throws, but it is effective and you do need to do it. So I mean, I guess then the flip side of that that and I agree with you, but like the flip side of it is you gotta you gotta get hurt a little bit to make that happen. Like you have to put your body on the line. And uh I know it's the guys are getting lighter. It's a lot yeah. of contact. He's gotta do it for all seventy two games. For the war, I mean, like, save for what, like five? He'll get five days off, like, sure. So, is that is that the best usage? You know, is that the way to go about it? I think that this team pretty much is, you know, waved goodbye to any home court advantage opportunities that they have. They're just going to try to make it, try not to make the play in game, mm-hmm. and then get into the tournament and let that championship medal take over. So I don't know how I don't know how hard he's going to go into the paint. Now Wiggins is setting a high. <laughs> do we have like, Wiggins Andrew, props? That, run that we should go. <laughs> I do have Wiggins props. Should we move there next? Yeah. Why not? All right. Wiggins My over guy. under 19 and a half points. Ooh. Can you give me some Banner. context here? Yeah, I'll give you some context. Um, do you want to know what he's averaged? What he averaged with the Warriors? Yeah, give me like the last three years. All right. Last three years combined, Wiggins has averaged a lot of points. He definitely gets shots up. 18.9 points. That includes oh the God. Jimmy Butler year where he didn't take a lot of shots. Last year, he averaged 21.8 points a game. Mm-hmm. And with the Warriors, he averaged 19.4. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it's worth noting with the Warriors, they weren't exactly extending his minutes. It was very much, let's give him 28 to 30 minutes to see what we have. But He averaged 33 minutes a game. Oh, it's 33? Huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll go which, which I'm is, with you. Which, I, no, which listen, is not it, enough. No, you, you, well, can, for that team, yeah, it's surprised it wasn't for, all, for, the full 48. No, no, but I'm, saying, but I'm saying for like this year, he's there's no way he's playing 33. Um, yeah, he's a 36 minute Probably guy. a 36, 38, 36. I mean, isn't, yeah. doesn't that kind of say everything you need to know about this Warriors team, though, that like Andrew Wiggins has to be a like nearly 40 minute a game kind of guy? Yeah, I mean. Ball, ball code Drew? I don't know. Kind of, I'm kind of all in on him. Hey, listen, by the, uh, by the time the season starts, that, that Photoshop, he's just going to be fully engulfed by those biceps. So, <laughs> move on it. 19.4 points. Um, you watched the one game that we really, really only have one game that we can go off of, the game that he played with Steph. Um, open shots galore, and ironically against the Toronto Raptors that they played it against. Uh, made a couple threes in that game. Gave me like four or five. Really ugly, but they went in, I think, which is right. kind of just a, that that's just Andrew Wiggins. Um, I, I'd go over just because I think he's probably going to be someone that's playing a lot with the bench as well. You kind of just need the guy to average more than that. He's averaged 24 points almost, 23 and a half um, years ago with the, with the Timberwolves, and he played about 37 minutes a game. So I'd probably say he's going to play that amount. Of, play that amount. It's, it's a um, good line. I'll say it's that. It's a great line because I can talk myself into either direction. I actually, my Wiggins take is I think he's going to be more useful on defense and as a ball mover for them than as a scorer. Um, okay. This is where the clay injury really sucks because, like, he made – forget the contract. The contract is what it is. He's not a max player. Um, but he was – he kind of fit the bill as a guy who could play off of Steph and Clay and Draymond pretty well. Now, obviously, no clay. He's going to need to do a little more. The question is how many shots is he going to get up per right. game? And if we're at 18, 19 – Probably not ideal. Probably not ideal, but like that's—he's just not an efficient shooter. Like he's best he's he, ever done. But does he need to? Because this is well, I mean, yeah. Now we're just talking percentages, right? Like if we're talking about listen for the Warriors, I don't know, but for this nineteen point five prop that we've been so graciously granted by uh, your your official sponsor, like we need <laughs> we need volume. Yeah, I mean, last year, okay, we'll use the twelve game sample at the Warriors. 19.4 points on 15.7 shots. I would take that. That's but pretty yeah, good. To, yeah, but to, to top that, we're, we're talking he needs to be in the 16 to 17 shot per game range. Which I think I think that's extremely reasonable. Like, that's probably where he's going to be. Right. Like less than Clay Thompson took, but more than Harrison Barnes took back in the day, uh, which is uh, probably an appropriate. It's kind of where he slots in in general in life. Yeah. Like significantly less than Clay, but better than Harrison Barnes. Yeah, um, I'll take under, but barely. Like I think he averages like nineteen flat. Okay, I think I'm gonna take under as well. I think That's they're disgusting. gonna get. I think, <laughs> I think we're gonna see the way I see this worst team is playing out is Steph averaging thirty, right? And then we're gonna see. Ubre Wiggins throw Pascal into the mix, a bunch of these guys in the mid teens, and it's it's not that um, they're good or bad. It's just going to be a committee basis around Steph, and I think that's going to lead to not necessarily having the second scorer in the way that we're used to having with like Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant or however you want to put it. 
And all of that leads to um, Wiggins maybe averaging 18 and a half, 19 points. Honestly, it's probably better for the Warriors if he averages 18 points and plays good defense than if he tries to get up 23 and, you know, starts concerning himself on on defense because he needs to score more. It's just jarring, like, how much the efficiency of this team is likely to dip because Clay's not around. Like, straight up. Like, just not having Clay, who's just going to knock down shots at, like, a crazy clip for no good reason is – really not great for the overall volume versus output, you know, percentage game that, that they're going to play. And, and the Warriors have more or less been predicated on being hyper-efficient on the offensive end. So, Okay, let's, let's back this up then. Um, this isn't an over-under line, but the one thing Steve Kerr has said a bunch the first week and before yeah. that is defense and running makes all the sense in the world given the roster. He has athletes. He doesn't have necessarily half-court technicians. Totally. Um, and he keeps saying we need to be a top 10 defense. That's his goal. Yeah. Do you think they can be a top 10 defense? What do you think the ceiling for this team defensively is? We all know who the roster is by now. Yeah. They can probably pull it off, but they would barely squeak in. I think back, and I'm sure we're going to hear this whenever Draymond does talk, I think back to last year with D'Angelo Russell and Draymond being like, <laughs> Draymond, I mean, just like straight up, like incredulous in a scrum, remember those, was like, I can teach D'Angelo Russell how to be a good defender. Like he is long enough. He is smart enough. I can teach him how to be a good defender. And I remember about three games into the season before Steph broke his hand, Draymond's like, some guys just don't want it. <laughs> it was like, I'm fascinated to see if that kind of happens uh, again with a guy like, let's say, Kelly Oubre, who has the potential to be a really good defender. He has the tools, for sure. Like, he is long as shit. And, like, he's pretty feisty on ball when he wants to be, but he steel hunts, and he has no – it just doesn't have any focus. Like, I don't know if he can be a good team defender because I've never seen him focus long enough to actually, like, make it reasonably possible. And I know everybody watched, like, the YouTube highlights – of him just like swiping balls and going for dunks. Right, right. Shouts to Antonin, yeah, who the fuck that is. And then you and then you fucking you flip on like an actual game and it's just like it, it was very D'Angelo Russell-esque where it's like, wow, I didn't know that you could put up that little resistance and still be on the court as an NBA defender. Like that's incredible. So that's the guy. Like Wiggins is going to give you average and if you're lucky above average defense. And like that's He great. gave us above average for 12 games. And so right. we were already putting him in the Hall of Fame. We can, right. we can already we can already slot him in. Kawhi, your second team defense now. And then what else are you dealing with? You're dealing with James Wiseman, who is going to have to adapt to the speed He's of the rookie. NBA. He's a rookie. He's going to have to adapt to the speed of the NBA game. Draymond barking at him and, and COVID. like and yeah, like a million <laughs> things going on. Mean. And it's like, dude, I, I can see him being awesome on the defensive side. Like they say, you never have to score a point, just like focus only on defense and we'll figure it out on the other end. Like do some tip-ins if you're so inclined. Like Looney, like Looney's a good slow it down. Like I don't want Looney when you're running. Like Steve Kerr's like, we're going to run a lot. And I'm like, now that means you're not playing in, you're not playing Kevon Looney ever because Looney can't run. Like he just straight up can't run. He's had like four hip surgeries. So I don't know, man. Like it really does. Like I like Wanamaker. I think he'll actually provide some defensive stoutness because that's pretty much what he provides, stoutness, uh, with the second unit. 
Um, but I mean, I was talking to my man Wes and he's like, Oh, they're going to be like a chaos defense. And I go, Oh, that sounds super awesome until game seven when it's like, no, it'd be great if we could like get in a set and not I, have a team score. I, so let's not worry okay. about game seven right now. Yeah. <laughs> if they get there, I think so We're last year. We're talking about the whole season though. Um, defensive, defensive efficiency. I, I mean, I, I, I talk about the Miami. I think every podcast, Sam talks about the as Boston well. You Celtics. should. Uh, well, Miami should. was a twelfth ranked defense last year. Um, they have Bam at a bio. The Warriors have Draymond Green, um, and then outside of that, I mean, they had a Gadala, um, but he's kind of they washed. got they got him at the end of the season. Though. Yeah, they, he's right. kind of washed. Also, wasn't he that good? He's definitely got a, a Tide Pot or two in the, in the washer. <laughs> I think the Warriors are in that kind of t- tier. Like, if Steve Kerr is good enough, if Ron Adams is good enough, I think should that should be about the tier that they're in in terms of defense um, and that they can get to. Cause I think the problem with Kelly Oubre is not that he could be like D'Lo. Um, it's just, it's, I think he's going to try a lot harder than D'Lo. D'Lo's D'Lo don't give a fuck. D'Lo, D'Lo is let me average 25 points a game on that. 26 shots a game. Kind of guy that I, I'd uh, like to give Kelly Oubre the benefit of the doubt. In that yeah. I, I, that's at least for me. I, I learned everything I knew about D'Lo by like his, he was happier when he dropped 30 in a loss than when he had like 15 in a win. He's James Harden light, but like really light, really light James Harden, you know? Doesn't doesn't yeah, have maybe. nearly the strip club reputation. I mean, he's he's not stimulating the economy the way James Harden is. Houston is on a, else, but yeah. Houston is on a V-shaped recovery, but only the shaped stimulate. You guys are all right. This is because keep moving here, boys. Let's keep moving. It's just arrows right. just pointing straight up. Well, let's get to Draymond Green here. All right, Draymond yeah. has three over underlines here, so. Points, rebounds, assists. Nine uh, and I a thought half. it was going to be ejections. <laughs> we can get there next. Nine and a half, seven and a half, six and a half. Whew. The triple single. Classic. That's kind of what he's averaged anyway. But I know. <laughs> well, last year, what? He did eight. We're not <laughs> counting last year. Eight, six, and six. Something like that. On 40 year before effort. that, he did seven, six, and – sorry, seven, seven, and seven. That's just, that's just lucky. Um, Mr. Seven, what were the numbers again? Sorry, I was nine mad. and a half points, seven, seven and a half rebounds, six and a half assists. All right, give me the over on points because I believe he's getting to double digits again. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, and he's making Ooh. the all star game. Oh boy, uh, give me the under on assists. Okay, wow, at six and a half. I think he'll come in at six. Okay, so and same, the same range. Yeah, no, I like it. Listen, these are great lines. Um, they're fantastic lines. Shouts to Bet Online promo code BlueWire. Bet Online, just you know, really making it here. You're not really giving us much to work with here, but uh, I'll also do the under on rebounds on the on the premise that they're going to have some like legit centers on the floor pretty much at all times. Like, I don't think Draymond's going to play very much five at all this year. So it's not 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 going to have Rodman games. No, no, or I think more appropriately, like Russell Westbrook games. Yeah, <laughs> Steph Curry could have some Russell Westbrook games. He could Curry, Russell I Westbrook would probably line. take the over on rebounds. On rebounds we have yeah. that sitting around. Yeah. We do not have a Steph rebound line, well, we, but I we, do think that should on, be easy money. Come on, bet online. God damn. All right, um, I'm going to also go over on points. I think points is the only one I feel confident about. Yeah. Like the assists. He could average 6.2. He could average 8. Right. It doesn't really change any. Like, he's going to be the same player on, in terms of passing the ball. 
Um, it's not going to be his fault if no one can hit a shot around him other than Steph. Also, like a good thing with with Draymond, like he'll have a lot of secondary assists. Like that's not a problem. Right. Like it's probably with these, this offense actually being like better, it will be unquestionably better. Mm-hmm. Like he won't get as many assists because the ball will actually move a little bit more. I, I think I think he'll go uh, over, and I think he'll over quite a bit on the assists. I think this team is going to play a lot faster. Um, okay. In terms of pace, he'll he'll run a lot more. Steph will run. There'll be no KD. Like you don't have to yell at KD anymore. To Draymond taking ball. it off of the rim is easy yep. assist for the most part. It is the best. It is one of the most lethal <laughs> plays. Now he can't finish. Second pass. Now, Second now he pass. can't finish. Yeah, if he takes it off the rim, he's not finishing. He did in 2015-16. That's why I'm taking the under on the points. Mm-hmm. But I am fairly confident that this team is going to play pretty fast, and that's going to work, um, especially when you've got. But throw Wiseman in there. But what I really want to say is Draymond, Kelly Oubre, and Andrew Wiggins running up the floor on the stops that they do get. Um, yeah. And if they're a top 15, top 12 defense, like the, he is going to average quite a few. Uh, I'm fairly confident on that. The, the points and the rebounds, yeah, I'll probably go under. But I guess I'm not really worried about the points. I'm, I've given up on Draymond with the scoring, and I don't think he'll be back. But if he can get Kelly Oubre and, and Andrew Wiggins easy shots in transition, I, I, that's all I want. That's all we need to see. Yeah. Just get him into the offense, right? Sam, do you have numbers on this? You got you got plays? Andrew, yeah. Yes, I'm thinking yeah, – I'm, I'm mostly in line with Andy on this one in terms of I think, I think they're going to play fast in general. Um, I think we've exhausted the Draymond props here. Uh, but it does bring up an interesting – does bring up the interesting point, like how fast will they play in general. What was their pace last year? Do you have that readily available? I do have that available for you. I'm going to let you guess before I tell oh, you. This guy's got everything available. Jeez. I'm going to say one. Well, oh. don't, worry, don't worry about that. Just a place in the league. Like first, 18th. 13th. 18th. Okay. 18th. 15th. Middle, literally middle Good. of the road. God damn it. Got to go chastise myself. I think they need to be top 10 in pace. I think they need to be top five in pace, five, honestly. Top five, yeah. yeah, this is a – I mean, this is a Don Nelson team. There's no other way to put it. Yeah. This is a team that needs to force turnovers and run and use their athleticism on you. And if that doesn't work, let Steph dribble and do something crazy uh, because God knows they're not going to be executing in the half court in like slow it down sets versus like the Lakers or Clippers. That's not their game, and that's fine, but it's just not their game. I'm in on it. Who 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 were the top five in pace last year? Top five in pace last year. Last year's numbers, by the way, are a little tricky because of the COVID shutdown and everything. But with that said, yes, it was a thing that happened. Still happening. That's true. Never end. Never fucking end. Thank you for thank you for being a responsible human, Andy. Um, Top five in pace last year. Milwaukee Bucks, Houston Rockets, uh, New Orleans what? Pelicans. Okay. I wouldn't have had the Rockets, but Russell Westbrook does just run a lot. Fair. So, what if um, I run as hard as I can at the hoop and then throw it up in the air right underneath it? Hey, that's a possession. Yep. Um, Rockets, Pels, Bucks. Huh. Yeah. Well, okay. I can see the Bucks for sure. Yeah. I get the Pels. Minnesota, Who are the other two? Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh. I did not see that coming. Ah. Uh, but they did run a lot before the D'Lo trade, so maybe okay. maybe their numbers are skewed heavily. Hey, maybe Wiggins meant to play up tempo. Exactly. Although the results weren't great for them. Anyway, um, and then the well, Atlanta they Hawks. won't be again. And the Hawks. You the know Hawks. what? You know what the 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 common thread uh, with all those guys are? They got smart front office guys. Um, with all five. No, I'm like sure actually, 
Uh, I mean, maybe not Milwaukee. All right, but they got Giannis. Milwaukee, Milwaukee didn't understand like, right. some very basic CBA stuff. Let me pull that one back, but the like other Nate, four. Nate Duncan had a, a goddamn stroke when he saw the Bucks offseason. Maybe they should so. hire Nate. Trace they Steph. should hire Nate. <laughs> just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, just trade it into the, the room exception that you got going on. And they're like, no, no, no. What if we made this more difficult for ourselves? Happy birthday to Giannis also. Uh, yeah. Hope he enjoys his last year in Milwaukee. <laughs> the worst part he- is Giannis is going to leave Milwaukee, but he's not going to come to Golden State. And we're going to be like, all of this Whoa, for nothing. We're, we're going to be off the show. Can you cut that out the pod, actually? <laughs> Sam's producing the pod tonight, so we're going to go ahead and cut that one out. Uh, Timestamp that. I just um, don't know how the fuck it's going to happen. Like, what is he going to be like? You know, it would be great if the team that acquired me sends away all of their good assets in order to get me. Besides Steph. I mean, 15 NBA players have done that in the last two summers. So, how's that worked out for him? It doesn't seem to be high on the priority list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Anthony Davis, you could say. It worked out for the Lakers. It did work out for the Lakers until it doesn't. Like, it, it, like there one more will be title a is all reckoning. you. Title is all you need. I will say, okay, back to the pay stuff. I will say the the Warriors can't get there. That top five, like I think that those front office tell me and coaching staffs tell me that that's something that they we're trying to do. Yeah. If we believe Steve it's Kerr also worth word, noting, and I I'm not going to pull the numbers up right now, but anytime Steph Curry's on the floor, top five in pace, the team that makes sense. He's, um. He just he puts Christ. a lot of pressure on defenses, and they always get out running. And then Draymond's also true. So to Andy's yeah. point, I think top five in pace is the easiest thing for them to achieve among the numbers. We're yeah. about, right? Isn't there a direct correlation, though, between – well, I guess you, you could argue the exact opposite with the Bucks, but, like, the Bucks basically conceded three-pointers the entire year and just dared teams to shoot it. Like, I have always believed that there is a direct correlation between – high pace, lower defensive rating. Like it's difficult to play good defense when you're speeding up the game. Unless you want to give up a bunch of threes, which maybe is the answer, but doesn't work in the playoffs. So Historically, that's been true. That's why no one believed the Warriors were as good as they were in 2014-15 because they they were like, how could you play elite defense and have the fastest pace in the league? So. You know, they kind of change the game in that capacity. The, the answer Luck. is you have Clay Thompson just knocking Luck. down buckets cold eyed. Yes. <laughs> Which they don't do have, have now. Who else who else do we have? What, what do we have uh smiley each lines or maybe yeah, come on. um you know, Vegas has taken them off the board because they don't want to give away money. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. him getting twenty yeah. is a given. Yeah. Um okay. We have Kelly Oubre and James Wiseman. So we'll do Oubre cool. over under eighteen point five. Last year, he averaged 18.7. God, this is a good one. Such a great line. This is a good one. Andy, I want to give it to you. I need, I need some time to yeah. really take this into my dojo. Because I'm in on Andrew Wiggins this season outside of the Balco stuff is that I think he's played one Isn't season. Isn't that why you should be in on him, though? You should be outside, super in I'm on sorry, him. Outside of that. Outside oh, of okay, that. So gotcha. starting with that and moving on from it. Look, Barry hit 73. Like, I don't – like, the guy really should good. be averaging 24 at least a game. Um, he's also 73 of basketball. 73 and 9. <laughs> ah, got him. Uh, neither team won the title. Um, I think Oof. the – yeah, that was rough. I don't know why. I, I really don't know why. Man, it's just a I don't cell know, phone. I don't know why I did that. Um, the, I, I'm in on Wiggins because he's also played with the team for a year. Um, he he knows games. this team. Yeah, he knows the team. But, like, at least he knows. Like, he's been in that – wait for it – culture that the Warriors have. Uh, Ron Adams 
loves Andrew Wiggins' potential on defense. I think he also does for Kelly Oubre, but it's just too it's too early for Oubre. Like if you told me Oubre was also on the team last season, I'd probably go over on this number. But for someone that's pretty new, um, and I don't know if like Dieter was saying earlier, if he even understands what's going on on the basketball court half the time, it may take him like. 30 games, 20, 30 games. It may take the team like 15 games here, right, to really understand how to play with each other. And I think that goes for someone like Kelly Oubre. So I, I guess I'm going to take the under here just because, I don't know, I can't, I can't have two guys averaging 20 points. But I, I do believe in the Kelly Oubre. Do you think that Oubre is going to get up 15 shots a game like he did last year? Yeah, they'll need him to. Easy. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think oh, this – They'll know. need him and Pascal too. <laughs> Pascal. I think, this team's, I think this team's going to run a lot more than you do. And when you run, there's more possessions. Like, do I think he's going to get up 15, jab Steph into the mid-range like no. Kevin Durant? Yeah. No. I think he's going to get a bunch in transition, off cuts, catch and shoots, which I don't know if he's – it's his game, but he'll do it. So Yeah. Um, he will shoot it. And he can catch it. So sometimes those things will intertwine. Yeah. He took 14.8 last year. That's what I'm saying. Um, maybe, but on, maybe like 50, a, on a maybe, shit Suns team. Yeah, they weren't that bad. Well, they weren't bad at the end. Like, that's the flip side when he wasn't there. Like, he went away and suddenly they started, like, having team chemistry and stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I mean, little, it's worth, I'm a little concerned. It's, a little worth, concerned about it's it. worth monitoring, but like if you look at the Suns, also you have Devin Booker averaging 27. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton's good for another 18. Ayton's good. So I look at that, and like obviously it's a completely different roster, but it's like okay, Steph's going to be the volume guy, the way that Devin Booker was. Like everything mm-hmm. revolves around that guy, and then Ubre and Wiggins will be the guys coming in in the teams yeah. next to him. Um, and I think that's kind of how it's going to go. Give me the number again. 18 and a half. You guys are too low on this team. I'm Dude, too I'm, low. I'm, I could not be lower. I'm, <laughs> I could not be higher. So I mean, that's oh, great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you respond to the 18. I'm going to cut you off there. I'll, I'll, I'll go under. I think it's like 17, 17, 5. Okay. I mean, I, I don't just, think it's like a scrub. I just, just, yeah. just so we're clear, we're all arguing over like a half a percentage, a half a <laughs> point. Like, oh, he's going to average. He's going to average 6.2, not 6.5 I will assists. I like, fucking cite you with my fists over that half a point. All right. I want to, I want to do this one last. Um, right now, the Warriors line mm. is 36.5. Out of 72. Yeah, so a little above 500. <laughs> that has them as the eight seed. Phoenix has been bet above them. Phoenix is, I want to say, 38 right now. Mm. Um, but they are... According to Vegas right now, the eight seed in the West with a little bit above 500. Where are you at? Andy? Bang the over. That's such an easy bet. You know what? I might throw the rest of my – whatever money I'm making, I'm going to ask for more. Like, I'm going to ask for an advance, right? I'm just going to ask for an advance of like $200,000, $300,000, whatever. We do have a guest voucher, Andy. Yeah. You're more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing it on the over. I, I think I uh, saw the 15th in the West uh, from ESPN there. Um, 14th. Give him some credit. Yeah, what did I say? 15th. Uh, yeah. Listen, the, the, I think the, Timber, easy, the Timberwolves are still expected to suck. Yeah, I think this is an easy over. I think this is a team that if you get – like I don't even – like we can talk uh, Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre and Looney and, and mm-hmm. I mean you could even talk Draymond Green all day. But if totally. you're telling me that Steph Curry's playing 65 games this season, they're not losing. They're not go- – right, right. But I'm saying – That's I'm, the difference. Yeah, but I'm saying that he's playing – like, I'm just – that's what my hedge would be on, right? It, it would be saying, like, Steph is playing 65 games this season. 
they are not going under 500, which is this bet. I guess one game or maybe even I'm with you. No, it's, it's, I just ha- don't it's see half a game. It's half a game over 500. I'm with you, Andy. I'm with you hundred percent, man. Like if they actually get through a whole season, by the way, I think well, that they're going to have to throw yeah. these, these lines out immediately. Like no one's getting 72 games, but um, like I didn't I, even I'm think about it from that perspective. Yeah. Let's assume they get 72. Let's, let's right, assume no, yeah. in the context so, of above it's 500. A, it's a win percentage. It's above 500. Like, right. If you get Steph for 65, if you if this team stays reasonably relatively healthy or or above that, then yeah, of course they're gonna you know be an above 500 team. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But I paid for a wedding that I didn't get to have this past summer Whoa. off of Warriors under last year because it was it's it's the same thing, just a little better. Like last year, they had the highest ceiling and the lowest floor of any team in the NBA because it was all on Steph. And then Steph breaks his hand in the fourth game of the year, and it's like, well, I guess we're dead then. This year, it's, it's the exact same thing. And I, I understand that the Warriors aren't the only team that has this going on. Yeah, I was going to say this is true for basically yeah. every team with like, like what's a Denver without Jokic, right? I don't know. I mean, maybe that's not the best example. Like, Denver no. without Jokic is interesting. Like, I, I, no, I they would could, suck. There's probably <laughs> three. They can get through five games without him. Okay. They cannot okay. get through right. three right. months without right. him. Right, right. I, I agree with that. Like, there's probably three or four teams in the NBA that can survive a player of Steph's magnitude going away for an extended period yeah, of time. Yeah. And, like, it sure as hell ain't Milwaukee. Like, it's, I don't think there's any team, really. I mean, even the Lakers, if they lose their best player, done. I, I, but like not finishing with 15 wins, like <laughs> true. I mean, difference. Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder can at least limp you to a like 30 wins. seed. Yeah, yeah. LeBron can come back for the play-in games. So I just have to take the under on the principle of like Steph Curry hasn't proven that he can play a whole year. Like even the years recently when he has played the whole year, he's gone out for a whole playoff series. So I, I don't know. Like I'm. Like, in my heart, if we're calling it, if we're turning injuries off on 2K, like, absolutely, I'm in on the Warriors. Like, I think they're probably the fourth or the fifth best team in the Western Conference. And I, I would agree even, with that. Yeah. I'd probably even air a little higher because I think Dallas is overrated. I, I think Denver's probably overrated. Yep. Like, they could do it. Kerr's a good coach. They have talent. Like, I like the dudes. But <laughs> then there's the whole, like, life thing that happens. And Steph Curry, like, I don't know how much tape you can put on Steph Curry's ankles and he can maintain his superpowers, I, but you need to tape the boys up. With, with, with Steph's health, um, I, I will say the, 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 it's not something that I think, first of all, he hasn't played in five years, but I don't think yeah. it's something that it's like he's wearing down so much as no. like that wrist was a freak injury. And totally. then the years before he did play, I don't know off the top of my head, Sam's going to correct me here, but I think he did play like four seasons of like almost 80 games. Right in a row. Yeah. Um, so I think that the wearing no, no, down. No. Well, well I, Sam, can you correct him here? Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's not true. No, he's gonna... he is he is correct. Steph had. God damn. I mean, 80s 80s not correct, but okay. We're right. 79, 79, 70, 51 okay. and 69 in the two years prior to last. Okay, and from With 2000 from 2012 to 2017, he played oh, wow. no less right. than 78 games. <laughs> Look, yeah, 78, 78, right. 80, like 79, 79. Yeah, but like he was in his twenties, uh, and and that's where the part is like. If you told me that Steph played, you know, if he actually played last season, then I would say, shoot, I don't know, he might be worn down, he might be tired from last right. season. 
maybe the thing is he hasn't played in a year and a half or fucker better be healthy exactly right like it, it might be something where yeah if he does lo- lose 30 games this season it, it just it's it'll probably be another freak injury and that's not totally. something i'm probably gonna be like i'm not i don't think he's gonna have like a like a lingering knee or a lingering ankle which we might have the last few seasons so my I, my thought is that my they, they they did time and a half for five straight years yeah. like that that adds up and while Steph is probably going to go first. I don't know what the hell the beginning of the season is going to look like. It's probably going to be right. janky as hell, but like mm, I bet yeah. Steph goes thermonuclear early on and it might not result in wins, but like he'll go, he'll be awesome. LeBron, Just to be clear during the run, yeah. they, he played 93 playoff games and he missed multiple series there. So there's a team that saying. played well over a hundred. I'm not knocking the guy like Seth Curry's the greatest thing that ever happened to Bay Area basketball, but I, I don't know, man. Like it, it, you, you know, Sam's telling me, and I think accurately so that he's going to have to go to the line more. I mean, just there's so much on his shoulders and his body isn't one where he's maybe he is spending the million dollars, but he ain't built like LeBron. Like LeBron's ankles are as big as my yeah, why do we waste Wiggins all that? Why do we waste all that Balco money on Wiggins? Yeah, that's we right. On Seth. That is true. That that's is un- saying. unreal. So if we're talking about five hundred, like there's just no way that this is a five hundred team without Stephen Curry playing the whole year, and they are if he plays the whole year. Yeah, but it's not going to be like a massive margin, but it will be a massive margin under if he doesn't play the full year. So here's I, I my just, here's my count. Here's my counter. Yeah. We all thought the bubble was. Not quite real playoffs. It's a Fair. different type of thing, right? I'm with you. If it, that's the it. kind of basketball we're dealing with, doesn't that lower the risk of injury to Steph? There's a little less of the endorphin, mm. you know, crazy fan, that mm. type of energy. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm spitballing right now. I'm trying to think of ways he can stay healthier because, like, it, at the end of the day, we can talk about Wiggins, Oubre, James Wiseman, yeah. As much as we want, yep. all that matters is if Steph is healthy. If Steph is healthy, everyone will fall into line and they'll reach whatever their ceiling is with this yeah. roster. Yeah, if Steph is healthy, they're winning all 50 games. <laughs> like, they're winning a lot of games. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe not 50. But, like, they're, like I think you made a great point, though. I want to go back on that a little bit because I don't think that these West teams are that great. Um, agree. Dallas. I made the point initially, so I guess I agree. Yeah, great point. Great point. Thank you. Uh, Appreciate it. Utah. That, well, actually, I think Utah might be like probably the third best team in my opinion. Just just because like well, they might be the most doesn't it? Exactly. Like they might be the most consistent. They get Bojan back, who's a good. They're player. very consistent. A very consistent yeah. team, and that, that may be all you need because you look at you look at Dallas. You said Kristaps is out might be for the season. I mean, he says he's coming back, but I mean, my God, the guy is. I mean, you talk about injury prone. He is the and he's not even that good. I honestly I don't even think he's that good. Well, so, like, isn't that the thing? Like, everything is about duos now. We talked about trios for a long time, right? But now it's all duos, and so you got LeBron and Anthony Davis. Guess what? Those guys ain't playing a full season. Like, just straight up, like LeBron is going to show up on uh, opening night. Christmas and Martin Luther King Day and skip every other game. Anthony sure. Davis is going to like come down with the twisted ankle at the beginning of the season and every we won't game. see him until March. Yeah. So like they're getting the sixth seed and it won't be a problem because they'll be awesome in the playoffs, but we're going to see a shit ton of Dennis Schroeder, which, you know, hey, everybody's got their own I cake. Do, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Clippers got a bunch of nonsense going on with that team. So <laughs> who knows? They'll probably be the one seed, but like extremely fraudulent. Uh, <laughs> 
the rockets could, I mean, have they not already imploded? Like it, it feels as if the implosion has already happened and yet like there's still a building that's standing. I don't know. Uh, like I'm sure, I'm sure good things will happen there. Yeah, no, <laughs> got good vibes off of the Rockets right now. Like John Wall's yeah. really what they needed. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, you're probably like Utah is probably the one seed, <laughs> which I think if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know, like Utah, who by the way, like got slightly worse this past off season. <laughs> like, like who? No one's like, ooh, Utah. Like, what a team to be reckoned with but yeah if the warriors are the eight seed and utah was the one seed oh my god i'm petrified yeah like, i bet you the money's coming in the warriors in that series 100 like, percent. like and that's kind of i think where it will end up first off as established we're gonna have the weirdest regular season in the history of the nba 72 games was only the start because some team is showing up with like gonna go full miami marlins miss a whole month of the season maybe the lakers <laughs> on purpose and just like just be like, hey, we made the playoffs with a 60%. LeBron's you know. going to just inject Quinn Cook and be like, yeah, guys, I guess we got we to shut it down until I'm okay to here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, LeBron, LeBron is going to put COVID into the, system, like the air system on the plane. Just make sure that everybody gets it. And it's like, guys, I guess we got to take a break. And, oh, man, it's so weird that the plane landed in Antigua. Like, who could have seen this coming? Um <laughs> the clutch island off the coast of antigua and yeah it's just going to be a hot mess in like the worst possible way like sometimes Mm -hmm. hot messes are fun and this one is just like sad and depressing uh and so maybe the warriors can persevere through it but like i just think that we're just going to have to more we're going to have to treat the entire postseason probably like the bubble again so where it's like the entire thing is just like scrapped like a safety car in f1 like we just do it again i think I, I was trying to get this earlier and I forgot. I think they're probably going to do a bubble again for the postseason. Like that's probably the only way you can do it. No, if, these if dudes, they these dudes are going to be so they're going to be bleeding antibodies out of their eyes. The they're going to have out. so much vaccines. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're uh, going to the get all seven vaccines by the time the playoffs start. Every pharmaceutical company will yeah. have like it will be warriors. They're going to all look like uh, Trump in that one post-vaccine press conference, where it just looked like he was on so many different amphetamines. We're going to have to talk about post-steroid drop-offs after like all these guys are like filled with Regeneron so that they can play in the postseason. We're going to have light years sponsored by Stefan. Stefan Regeneron might hit 15 threes in a row. Well, I'm saying with the bubble, it works out for the Warriors. If you're talking about Dame Lillard look great in the bubble, can you imagine what Steph is going to look like in the bubble? And then you're talking about, and you're talking about guys like Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins who shoot about 34% from three, like yeah. Going to 43 you know what i mean come the bubble like these are these are guys if you're talking about that helps them play i mean St- anthony davis as sam said shot like kd from mid-range in the bubble right like, i mean i mean come on i mean we know anthony davis is good but my he not kd people were talking up jamal murray like he was the goddamn second coming of isaiah thomas no like they said he, no he's steph he played like steph curry like he literally yeah. played like he steph was, curry there's no one arguing that he was awesome but it's also like you know he's playing the 2k 2k playgrounds mode it's not real the entire postseason can you imagine what steph is going to look like i mean I, there's already no player that's close to steph so if you're talking about <laughs> here's the thing though like steph is an emotional player in a lot of regards like and that, this isn't to say that like Steph totally feeds off the crowd, but like the Warriors, or at least the old Warriors, and, and certainly they don't exist anymore. But like Draymond, crowd player, Steph, crowd player. But wasn't like, LeBron a crowd player? And he he kind of figured out. Full of shit. Like that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, 
that we all can agree on. Yeah, like LeBron, LeBron's like, I'm not a crowd player. Like, dude, come on. Like, fuck out of here. LeBron's game has never, like, LeBron has been defined in his career at times for how he doesn't handle big moments. Like, how could he be a crowd player and not rise to occasions? Like, it's just counterintuitive. Yeah. I don't know, though. I think he does love playing to the crowd, though. I, I, listen, no, one, no one's arguing that he loves playing to the crowd. His entire life is about what the audience will say in regards to what he says. Like, By the way, he's love your, of the fame to the core. To your Jamal Murray points, 45% on seven plus threes in the playoffs. Complete bullshit. It's not basketball. What is that? I mean, I know, I was, that's NBA street. NBA, that's, like that's, that's, he got the little fire over his head. That's not real. That's Stefan Regeneron numbers, man. <laughs> What, yeah, what right, we're leaving it. We're leaving it on Stefan Regeneron. So we, we just got to get through the season healthy, and then we get to see vaccinated Steph in a bubble shooting eighty percent from three. This is perfect. This is antibodies for the cure all along to the Warriors' poor offensive game. Maybe Draymond will shoot thirty percent from three with the vaccine. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe he'll make that's Draymond good. the first guinea pig with the vaccine. Oh man, maybe he already has those antibodies. So I'm just throwing that out there. And uh, with that, Dieter, we thanks. are done. Thank you, <laughs> yeah, Dieter, sorry, guys. for coming on. is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body including those involved in hormonal balance from functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.